Yeah. Shelby Walker Show. We got the shirts dropped, man. Shout out my manager. You dig? It's an insider. I talk to y'all real quick, man. Chop a ball like it, let's give me. Pop a boss with some boss on some oodle week. No only eat what I and watch you I eat. No only pay for my meals, I kill you for free. No ceiling straight. It's been a lot of crazy shit in the news. At this point, this shit dangerous. Shout out OG, man. Shout out Nick. Sid, baby. Newlyweds, Raquel, shout out y'all, man. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Take a the of syrup. Yeah. She had with activists, though, baby. I'm changing my, I'm changing my, changing my, I'm changing my door now. Ran through it, like, up about your pull down. Calling a log out, smoking on log out too. I get that pussy in my tongue and I lick in my. I know YouTube gonna kill me, but I'm gonna let it rock for a little bit. Yeah. No sinners, nigga. Hey. Yeah. All of my hoes. All of my hoes. All of my hoes. All of my hoes get it. And I'm all on hoes getting racist. Moolah. All right, man. That's it, man. Cut it off. Cut it off. I got you. I got you. Big round of applause, man. Sugar Walker Show, episode 17. Here we are. Um, it's so funny. I was having a conversation, and I hate being a bigger person. I didn't realize that until a situation happened at work. And I wanted to say something back and through email, right? And I'm telling OG, shout out OG, man. I'm showing him the emails and stuff. And I'm like, bro, I have to say something back. He like, nah, bro, put your phone down. Don't worry about it. Handle it tomorrow at work. And I, I, I was so... I, it's like I had to say the last word. And I just had my phone in my hand, just looking at the email, just waiting to hit send on what I had typed. And then he looked at me. He was like, bro, put your fucking phone down. I'm like, don't worry about it. And I'm like, damn, man, thank you. <laughs> because I probably would have done that if he if he wasn't by me. So shout out to you, man. I, I hate being a bigger person. I realized that I got to work on that. Because it is definitely important to be the bigger person sometimes. Like, um, in, in this situation, me talking less works in my favor. So, shout out OG. But Cancun, round of applause to Sid, man. Round of applause. Sid convinced me to go to Cancun the day before um, his proposal, of course. He convinced me... He told me about a month ago, I bullshitted, waited till the last minute to get the tickets. Tickets wasn't that cheap. We found a 
he called me. I met work. He like, bro, I found some tickets for about five. I think it was five fifteen uh, round trip to Mexico. I'm like, cool, I can do that. He like, I got I got a place for you to sleep. You good? You know, I just need you to get the ticket. Just get here. So I'm letting my job know at this time. Excuse me. Letting my job know at this time that you know I'm 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 planning to go to Mexico. He calls me back. I found an even better ticket. I'm like, how much? He like it's three thirty. Um, it's three. It was three sixty three. So he found it for three sixty three. So I'm like, bet book it. I'll send you the bread. So something was like, wait, let me figure out what um airline I'm gonna be flying. And of course it was spirit. See, it got me, of course. Goddamn spirit. And I'm not really um against spirit. I just know every time you see him, it's like and man, we got the new merch too, man. Shelby Walker Show shirts, man, you know. First little demo, um, you know, let, let me know, man. Hit, hit me up in the DMs, um, and I got you. But anyway, back back to this spirit flight. So I'm like, damn, I got spirit. Well, fuck, you know. The only, only thing, I, anytime I can think of spirit is Drake got like a catchy bar. Um, I'm off a of spiritual lift, but I don't fly spirit. And then I think of Twitter videos going crazy on Twitter of people fighting and shit at Spirit. That's the only really, that's the only thing I know about Spirit. So going to Mexico, great. Nobody on the flight. White people, couple black people, couple Mexicans, couple strippers. Shout out Charlie. I bought me drinks. That was cool. I knew they were strippers because how you know they were strippers, Shelby. Well, they had on the stripper starter kit sweats. Couple of couple of them had a couple sw- a light sweater on, um, tattoos everywhere, and they told me they were strippers, of course. But I knew they were strippers before they bought me the drinks. But everybody had a seat to themselves. Everybody. What I mean, like it was three people, so we leaned out, good. And I get to Mexico. Of course, everyone knows. If you know anything about me, I hate airports, and. The fact that I even went to Mexico by myself, I'm used to just pulling up next to the plane. We go on for the game. I don't, I don't know what to do. It's, it's just too complicated. You know what I'm saying? I just, I never have done it my whole life. We just pull up next to the plane and we take off. We don't gotta go through TSA. We don't do none of that. Or what we do, we we just do it in front of the plane. So, for starters, all airports need GPSs. And it it needs to be like a universal Wi-Fi that works in all airports. That's super simple to get. Like it, like as an American in Mexico, my phone I don't got no damn service, and I got Sprint. Shit, I, I basically am a fucking hostage, handicapped. I'm a little kid lost in Mexico. As soon as I get there, see it talking about some. Yeah, they gonna have your sign with your picture on it. I mean, with your name. We got a taxi for you, or you know, a, a private car service. He booked that shit on the wrong day. He booked it for the next day. So I'm talking to the taxi people about where I'm supposed to go. And the dude knew English, cause I'm, of course, I'm. I got my app. I'm, um, you know, um, hola, cómo estás, um, Cancun. 
hotel resort. That's pretty much all I got. But he knew English. So I'm cool. Fuck this. So he knew English. And at this point, he like, oh, yeah, it's going to be 68 uh, bucks. I'm like, God damn. Okay, fuck it. I ain't got no other choice. So, and are we going to get to the pesos and... Y'all Mexicans are cold, man. I fuck with Mexico. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers, I fuck with y'all. And at this point, I'm in my taxi. Now, of course, I need my vices. And if you know me, you know my vices. So there's no point on even saying the obvious. So I'm talking to him about all the different vices that they have in Mexico and if he knows anyone or if he said, you know, my friend, I have something for you in my bag. I said, in your bag? I said, man, let me see the bag. What you got in the bag? So he pull out exactly what I need. So at this point, I'm 30 minutes in Mexico. I've already found exactly what I need. Now I just need the tools for my material to work. So we negotiate some prices. And again, in Mexico, you can negotiate everything. And as a salesman, that's gold. Like I'm, I'm in sales, so we negotiate everything. So you, hey, this is all I got. You take it or leave it. That's pretty much me all day. And we worked out a little deal, gave me what I needed, got me to the resort. First thing I do, go to the beach. I'm lying, I took a shower. I took a shower, then I went to the beach. And at this point, I fall asleep on the beach. Beautiful. Say it is like in a somewhere in the mountains or in a cave doing an excursion. Him and his old lady, shout out Raquel. Um, and I'm just killing time. So I wake up to, hey buddy, buddy, buddy. You need cigars, you need cigars. And I said, no, I don't need no cigars. He got like the see-through uh, bikini things that the chicks wear. He got like 10 of those on the rack. He got a backpack and he has like a pocket full of like um, like lighters and, and, and um, um, gar, paper, uh, gars. And that's exactly what I needed. So I said, at this point, I've been in Mexico for probably two hours, an hour, 30 minutes, an hour, hour, 30 minutes, two hours. I found my vices. I found my tools to use my vices. The trip is done for me. I, this is all I needed. And, I mean, great trip. I mean, y'all saw some of the pictures. I'm going to drop some pictures. I, the fucking dolphins. I know y'all saw the dolphins. And I got to say this about the dolphins. Raquel said, don't think I didn't enjoy the dolphins. But them goddamn dolphins, they knew what was going on. I'm sorry. As soon as I got in there, and I can't swim. So I'm testing my life jacket. I'm like, okay, does this life jacket work? Can I really trust this? Like, if I go in here, am I going to, you know, the pool was, it wasn't a big pool, but it wasn't a little pool, and it was very deep. I don't like not being able to feel what's under me. I think that's like a trap as a human. Like, why can't I feel the damn surface or something so I hate swimming of course I can't swim and my life jacket worked of course y'all saw some of the pictures but man them dolphins 
I don't know if anybody has a pet or an animal or a dog, but you, you know you, your dog does something bad, and you don't even know what it did yet, but you can just tell that it fucked up. That's how I, these dolphins was looking at me. I know you well, Shelby, how? The dolphins don't have no facial expression. They don't have no eyebrows. You're right. They don't, but I just knew. And fun fact, I know y'all don't, all the people who like fun facts. And by the way, I'm getting to, I have more serious things to talk about. It's just sad, and I don't want to talk about it first, so. Yeah, bear with me. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to go at a decent little pace. I think I'm, I think I'm doing all right. And these damn dolphins, fun fact, when you see a dolphin, it's actually sleep. I know. What the fuck you mean? It's sleep. It's awake. No, it sleeps with half of its brain. So when you see a dolphin, one side is awake controlling everything while the other side is sleeping. When that side wakes up, the other side goes to sleep. I know. We need a round of applause for how I put that together. Hold on. Let me. I dropped it down. I got you. Hold on. Round of applause, man. Y'all didn't know that. I know y'all didn't. Um, so man, these dolphins, I saw like a sea spiracy. Don't is if you go in to swim with some dolphins, don't watch Sea Spiracy on Netflix. Don't do it. You'll you'll see that you'll feel how I was feeling in the damn pool, happy, but I was conflicted. Cause the dolphins knew what was going on. He was looking at me like yeah, like I made my joke on my on my close friends. I tell y'all, like I posted the picture of me and the dolphin. We buy each other, and I'm looking at the dolphin as I think we did like the the dolphin kiss. And I'm looking at the dolphin, and I asked the dolphin the question. I'm like, like, do you really do you enjoy this? And like the dolphin is obviously looking back at me, and the, the dolphin's just like, did niggas enjoy slavery? And it's look, they're kind of slaves. They're kind of our slaves. I mean, it's, would they want to do that? I don't know. And I do know that they have like dolphins where they hurt and injured. So we, you know, help them and they, it's a better outcome from them than being injured. But I don't know, man. I was conflicted with the dolphins just because I know they're smart beings. You know what I'm saying? Dolphins have accents, how we do, you know? Like the East Coast dolphins talk different than the West Coast and North and the, like they got country dolphins, they got the dolphins that they have the African dolphins. You know what I'm saying? They talk different. Dolphins are a motherfucker, man. You gotta get into dolphins. So that's how I was. I was. I was sad and happy at the same time with the dolphins because it was an amazing experience. The dolphin is six ten. This fucking Lamar Odom swimming next to you, fucking six ten. So the the dolphins. Definitely um, had me at odds with like my morals, but nonetheless, great experience. I don't get in pools. Said convince me to do all that. Shout out, said. What else do I? I know I'm running through all of these. Let me see. Give me two seconds. I'll just edit this. Y'all would never know. Um, I still have PTPD. Um, I don't know. Why did I write that down? Of course, if you don't know what PTPD is, post-traumatic phone disorder. Um, it's it's still getting to me because it's like if, like, let's hypothetically, let's say you talk to a nurse, right? A night nurse, though, so they are fucking night owls. 
And just as a guy, let's say your phone's been compromised, but you're back in a safe place. But, you know, in your subconscious, it, 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 it's a weird place that you live in. So it's like, it's like, ooh, what if I go to sleep and then she stays up all night and then she just grabs my phone and goes through it. I'm going to sleep with the phone under the pillow. And then I'm like, what the fuck? I got PTPD still lingering like it's... Again, this is all allegedly, of course. But, uh, fellas, if you're out there dealing with it, I, I, again, I, PTPD, it, it sucks. But we, we'll get through it. You just have to stay on the right track, do the right things, continue to do the right things, and you'll be successful. I promise. It's hard to do. Not that bad. Airport anxiety, spirit. Um, yeah, and uh, I guess I should end... You know, let's see where I'm at on now. Okay, this this will be perfect. So I almost died, and I told you I had a great experience with spirit going to Mexico, leaving Mexico, and I had a of course it's spirit guys. You got to think, and on the way back to Dallas, I had a uh, connecting flight. So I, I went from Mexico to Orlando, for Orlando, Florida, to Dallas. So. We get to Florida, and again, I have <laughs> I have anxiety, so I'm getting just nervous thinking about it. <laughs> when I get to airports, my boarding pass app that I have with Spirit, it stops working. I don't know my gate. I don't know anything. So I don't have like an hour, 30 minutes, two hours to get to the next gate to get to Dallas. So I'm just asking everybody. So I talk to the people and they like, yeah, you know, the spirit flights are over here. I'm like, okay, great. So at that point, I'm going through the security. They got the bomb dogs. It's an international flight. They're asking me all these questions. What'd you get? Which, man, I'm trying to get to my flight. I'm nervous. I don't like airports. I'm lost. I need help. I'm like a 10-year-old when it gets to being in an airport. I get to where I needed to get to. Gates 1 through 50, so they said. And I'm on the wrong side of the gates. I'm on the wrong side of the gates. So at this point, I have to go to the opposite side of the airport. My gate is gate 83, which I figure out. I ask a dude. He pulls out an app. He's like, oh, yeah, I got you. He was your flight, 747, whatever. He pull it up. Oh, you in gate 83. Gate 83? Where's that at? Opposite side. I said, I'm about to do the same thing all over again? Yeah. And at this point, I'm running. Like, I got like 15, 20 minutes, so I think. Because, right, spirits, everything's going good. And I should have known this is where everything was going to fuck up. But at any rate, I get to my flight. Get to my flight. Flight's delayed for an hour. Get all that running in the airport for no reason. Get on my flight. Finally take off. I'm in an okay seat. I'm sitting by this um, Mexican guy, Dominican, I don't know, one of the two. He just came back from the DR, and we had a seat in between us, so we were comfortable. We both go to sleep. I would say 30 minutes before we land, we just wake up, and the flight is just doing this. Like, like it's just shaking. Of course, I jump up. I look at him. He look at me. We don't say nothing. I mean, we don't say 
one word to each other. But we knew it was messed up. And when he woke up, he was so scared. He like grabbed nothing. He just was like, what the hell? Just grabbed nothing. So I'm like, okay, I gotta, like, I know exactly what's wrong. Like, I'm tripping. Like, I figured it out. I know why the plane is doing this. My phone is on airplane mode. That was the first thing. I'm like, this is why they tell you not to put your phone on airplane mode because this shit. I'm like, okay, let me just, let me put my phone on. Let me just turn it off and put it on everywhere. Take it off. Like, damn, I should have did that. So I put my phone on airplane mode. That shit didn't work. Why the fuck did I think that was? I don't know. I just thought airplane mode. That's what I probably should have did. The plane is still shaking. At this point, all the lights are as bright as you could see. I'm like, damn, it ain't. I've never seen, oh man, I've never seen a flight this bright. Like, lights everywhere. And I'm like, we about to die. And I'm listening to this Wayne song. It's called um, Open Letter, Carter Fine. And he, um, you don't know you dead for real till you dead for real. And I was like, God damn it, Wayne, you all right. I don't know if I'm dead yet. Like, if I, nigga, it's going to be okay. And then he get the spaz in it. And I felt a little better. Um, but we ended up making it, nonetheless. Um, and um, I, I probably said I'll probably never. You got me on the spirit, man. But, hey, the, the flight going to Mexico and coming, it was great. So it's, it's all good. But that's, in a nutshell, a lot of my Cancun story. A lot of other things happen I can't talk about. But, you know, shout out to y'all if y'all were part of that. You did. My applause. All right, man. On to the fuckery. On to the fuckery. Where, where are we at? Hmm. I'm listening. Everything. Big Bunny said. Oh, all my friends are getting married, and that puts pressure on me with the, the people I frequent. So yeah, like my ne I'm going to another wedding Sunday in Houston. I'll be in Houston. Y'all need the shirts. Holla at your boy. Um. Damn. Yeah. All of my friends are getting married. Horace, you just got married. Says about to get married. Kayla, you're about to get married. Mm, a, a couple other people are got married that I don't mention, but if you know, you know. I'm watching. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Ooh, I can't believe I said that. That's gonna be funny. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to get to what I what I wanted to get to. The trial, George Floyd, guilty on three counts. First of all, round of applause. Let's get that going. To all the people that I've been arguing with in my DMs personally about how this case was going to be an easy layup case, it's because I watched the case every day. And I, I knew what was going on. The right thing happened. Chauvin killed him. Unintentionally. We don't know if he... We, it's, it's, it would be impossible to prove that he planned to do that with the start of his day. I'm gonna go to work. Me and Tiles, we're gonna ride around and we're gonna meet Floyd here and we're gonna he's we it'd be impossible to prove. So that's why second degree, um, uh, that was the main charge where he could get the forty years for um unintentionally killing someone recklessly, which all of that is true. For all you people who keep saying 
Candace Owens, you need to be you you need to cut your tongue off and feed it to um, rats um, in New York on the subway at five thirty in the morning. What you said on Fox News is I don't know what they're paying you, and for people like her, Tommy Lauren, Tucker Carson, um, they're supposed to make you they're supposed to say the most outlandish things so and they're really good at it so you just have to really take yourself out of your emotions and not fall for 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 their um rhetoric i don't fucking know um but gosh she she said some awful things she said some awful things yes he had fentanyl in him to kill an elephant but guess what we know how people with fentanyl die in overdose Prince overdose, Demi Lovato overdose. Guess what? They all have. Oh, they. I'm sorry. They all overdose before they die on fentanyl. They all they go to sleep. You go to sleep. You go. Oh, I'm sorry. Here it goes. <laughs> you go into a coma before you 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 die on. That's how you know someone died on fentanyl. That's that's what. I'm sorry. That's just what the doctors. That was an expert. On the witness said for all the people who, well, it was the fentanyl. Chauvin should have gotten third-degree manslaughter. What the fuck are y'all talking about? I've never seen so many people angry about the right thing happening. Like, just relax. Well, the media would have, you know what the media would have wanted? They would have wanted it to be um, um, uh, um, a mistrial. Because... They wanted chaos and looting. Who even thinks of that? Why are you thinking about what the media didn't do because the right thing happened? What are you even... Who cares? At this point, if you watch the news every day, you need to go to therapy. You should not watch the news every day. It is too much to compartmentalize um, as people. And you will drive yourself crazy. You will drive yourself crazy. So I take breaks. I take mental breaks. I have my research days to where I feel like I need to be informed. But you should take a break from so much that you're consuming. So much. Um, and it's impossible, right? I'm making a po- oh, I'm making a podcast asking you to watch my shit. But hey, it's a different way of getting information. And it, I guarantee you what, it's not meant to fucking brainwash you or, or 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 get you just super mad right i do want you to laugh here but it's just oh man i've been seeing a lot of crazy things man and then we just had this shooting i, I guess we got to talk about it uh not really but uh it's a couple things i want to say about it the the, the 15 or 16 year old who got who 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 the cop arrived on the scene and he shot her, murdered her, I guess he yeah, killed her, um, to, you know, uh, save another life, actually. And it is a lot of outrage behind it, but I, I challenge a lot of people to really think about a couple things. Let me let me let me get my thoughts right before I get into this. There are people who are misinformed and people who uh ignore the truth. And you have to know who you're talking to. 
And you need to know what type of person you are. You know, are you ignoring the truth? Are you misinformed? Is there more? Is there something about the situation that you don't know? Um, as black people, we have to accept that things. I'm gonna say it. You're not. I don't know. I don't hear a lot of people saying this, but everyone knows this. Things are unfair, and the quicker we can accept that things are unfair, we will progress so much more as a people. Um, we waste a lot of energy on talking about obvious things that we know are unfair. So I want to get through the things that we know are just unfair. I got, I got you. Just, and again, you don't have to take my word. Just Google these names uh, that I'm about to say. Um, Cragen Grooms. He got caught on camera abusing a 12 to 18 year old month old child on a um, a, um, a child porn pornography website. They caught him. When they caught him, he was about to do it to another. Guess guess what? No jail time. Caught on camera um, abusing a 12 to 18 black baby too. Actually, I'll let you guess what color race he was. Again, we're talking about things that are unfair. Ethan Couch, um, he was 16 years old, runs over four people, kills them. They gave him 10 years probation because he was, he had affluence. He was too wealthy to know right from wrong. Again, unfair. 16, drunk driving, killed four people. He's too, he's too wealthy to know right from wrong. We should give him probation. Again, I understand black people, unfair. I understand. We understand that these things are unfair. Let's just have a lot to, it'll all make sense later. Robert Allen Long, a massage killer fucking guy. A black dude would have never made it to three massage parlors. He made it to three, picked them up, and they said, hey, he had a bad day, goddammit. So as black people, we cannot call the police on ourselves for one and nine times out of ten someone white is going to come a white male and expect things to go fair or just this is an unfortunate situation and that cop is I don't want to say I feel sorry for him but he was put in a position to make a very difficult choice um, that his choice um, would potentially have um, either one, let another person harm another person, or two, stop that other person from harming that other person. Now, for the people who say, well, Shelby, he could have used a taser. He didn't have to use his weapon, his gun. I have a question for you. If that was your sister in the pink or blood brother or mom or dad about to get stabbed, what weapon would you would like him to use to stop that person from potentially stabbing that, this person more than one time? For sure we know that. Mid-swing, right? And again, this is a tough conversation to have. But again, if it was someone that you loved in the pink, how would you want it? How would you want that to play out? I would want the highest percentage chance of that person not being able to stab the person in the pink. That's just the facts. 
So as he gets to the scene, he sees a woman fall, right? Woman falls. What's going on? Oh, shoot. He, he turns and looks. And at this point, someone, this is, again, unfortunate situation. This, this young, young woman is mid-swing with a knife. A, the girl in the pink, again, just watch the video. The girl in the pink is in mid, I'm about to get stabbed face. She's in mid, I'm about to get stabbed. Now, again, I shouldn't say these things. I know, I know I shouldn't say them, but I mean, who, you know, who's really watching? Um, that's a little joke. Yeah, hopefully everyone sees this, so we're, 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 we're better as a, a way of going about things. What do you want the cop to do? He's, he's LeBron James. He's justified in that. I understand that there's so much trauma that carries over into each case, but everyone is different. And if that girl in the pink was someone that I loved, again, I'm supposed to say this. That cop did was, thanks for saving the person that I love. Just imagine. But this is what's also important to say for the people who's mad at the cop. I remember in a time to where when the laws pulled up, no matter what was going on, no matter what was going on, y'all 12, everybody running. Everybody running. Yo, they go to police. So, I don't know what happened. And people with a narrative, Shelby, you know, they attacked the girl. The girl attacked them. She was defending herself. The cop does not know any of that, people. We have to, again, take ourselves out of the narrative. The narrative to me does not matter. What matters is, is that when the cop showed up on the scene and when he turned up to figure out, uh, to assess the situation, there was a 16-year-old holding a knife about to stab another young lady. You give him zero options. Well, you do. You actually, let me, let me let me take a step back. You do give him a couple options, right? He could have used a taser. I'll even say this. If, they, if this was some white people, he may have used the taser. Again, we understand why you can shoot two people in Kenosha and walk by the cops and they give you a water. That cop looks at that guy who just shot them two people. With, they identify with each other. They're, he's looking at himself. It's the ugly truth, but it is true. We all do it. We all do it too. You may have friends of all different races, absolutely. But it's nothing like identifying with someone who looks like you. It's nothing like it. And it's also nothing like identifying with someone who doesn't look like you. But... Someone who do looks like you, y'all, 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 y'all have y'all have shared the same scars on a deeper level. So who knows what these cops are thinking when they're looking at these white perpetrators? I know I've seen the videos of the cops um, letting the white dude threaten them, shoot them. White people have a different set of cards, and when we understand that, as black people, when we see the cop car pulling up. Things would have happened to where that girl wouldn't have had a knife in her hand if we are doing things how we, we need them to do them. It's ugly truth. I'm not saying that anyone should have died or 
Just saying that you put this cop, this white cop, and color does matter sometimes. It does. It does matter sometimes, especially when you're arresting or apprehending people who look like you. Your subconscious has a second thought of, mm, is there an easier way to go about this? I know if I was a cop, I wouldn't shoot black people if I didn't have to. That would be the last thing. I, you know why? Because I'm black. Fucked up to say. But they look like me, and subconsciously we identify with people who look like us. It's okay to say. I'm saying it. Would I just shoot more white people? No, because if I was a cop, I would just be super lazy. And anytime something dangerous would happen, I would just say I have diarrhea. <laughs> but I'm trying to tell you, if I was a cop, man, if I'm seeing young black, man, I'm not arresting them cats, man. So, oh, well, Shelby, well, it's still not fair. How, how is it that, well, we don't have enough representation in these areas to actually affect the change enough. Um, if, 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 if we had more black NFL coaches in the league, maybe we would have more um, black players in offensive coordinator positions, defensive coordinator positions. I'm sure some black um, uh, Ray Lewis could be a defensive coordinator, but if he had a black coach that he, you know, like it would be more opportunity for us to make change. So until there's, I'm, I don't know, out of 10 cops, how many are white, how many are black? I guarantee what, I guess it would be six. Scooby. I guess it would be six white and what, three black? And like, what, I, I don't know, the, I don't know the numbers, but I know they're obviously the majority. So if the majority of the times is black people, when we call the cops, a white male will show up. We need to understand what type of cars that we're being dealt with. We know things are unfair. Screaming about how things are, are, are unfair, it's a waste of energy to me, man. Because if, it won't change until we have black policing everywhere, like how whites do. But that's not going to happen. Not anytime soon. So we need to accept that, swallow that pill, and learn from these situations. We need, we need to learn from them. You put that cop in a very tough predicament to be in. And again, if you're mad at the cop, ask yourself, LeBron James, if that was your son, what would you tell that cop? That's the million-dollar question. I get why. I get it. I get it. It's... It's trauma. One just happened. The other, Devontae Wright. I, I know I'm talking about these things. I don't like seeing it either. I don't like talking about it. But we can't We can't just throw every cop under the... And I am... Y'all know... Come on, man. Come on. Y'all know how I give it up by the cops. But this guy... I tell you what, if that was my little brother... Yeah, shoot that motherfucker with the knife five times. That's, all, that's me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I want my little brother to live and have the highest percentage of living. And the only way that can happen is if a gun gets pulled out. It's fucked up to say, but it's the truth. And that's why we can't destroy that cop. It's very important to be careful about that, right? And I, again, I am not someone who... Come on, man. Y'all know how I give it about cops. 
But if you watch that police video, you watch the video, just really watch it. Just a taser, let's say he does use the taser. Let's say she still is able to, let's say the table taser misses. Let's say the taser hits her, but she's still able to shake and swing with the knife. I mean, again, with the taser, would it really done anything? I don't know, but I know what would have stopped everything, a bullet. And I'm not saying, again, you know what, fuck it, I am saying that. He, y'all gave him an un, 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 uh, impossible um, route to take. If he would have, if he would have tased her, and the girl would have still got stabbed and, and died or been hurt, we'd have been like, he should have shot her in the arm. He could have shot her one time. Well, Shelby, he didn't have to shoot her four times. Well, if you know something about shooting, sometimes one bullet doesn't stop somebody. What would it have taken for somebody to be like, yo, the cops come and chill? It was other men around. It was actually a man, don't quote me, I don't know. It looked like he was, maybe his foot was close to someone's head. I don't know. Looked a little tricky, right? And didn't have an issue until the shots were fired. But he was okay with everything that was going on prior. If we're going to... We just, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta call a spade a spade. And of course, black, we gotta, I don't know which way to, how to say it or my tone. Hopefully I'm, I'm doing an okay job at this. I don't know. But I mean, if you really think about these things, man. And I just gave y'all a thousand situations about what's unfair. We know it's unfair. White people can do this and do that and they don't get shot. Duh. So what? It's either, this is how I look at it as black people when you're dealing with cops. It's either comply or die. Those are your only two, to me, choices. Because if you don't comply, now you, and I guess we'll be, oh, so even if you do comply, you still get shot. I know, that's why it's fucked up. But we know this. So if we know this, comply or die. And that has nothing to do with this situation and the girl doing shooting. But all I'm saying is there was a time with black people when the cops showed up, regardless of what was going on, a 12 and everybody burnt up. By the time the cops get out of the car, niggas is gone. We fast. I don't know when and where that got lost. But I feel bad for everyone in this situation. I feel bad for the cop. I do simply because he did save a life. And it's fucked up. If you're going to say he shouldn't have shot the girl, you can say that. But also say it's important to follow up with, but he also saved a life. That needs to be said. If we're going to bash him for shooting the girl, say he saved a life. It'll help you in your conversation when you talk to people who think differently, who think that the cop that acted in jest. And it's just a conversation, right? And, again, I understand it's just one after another. So it's just like, why do they keep killing us? That's why I don't understand why nobody says, yo, 12 coming, we got to chill. Someone called the police. Again, we understand that the police are, let's say, quote, unquote, all bad or however you want to look at the police, right? We, we, but we call them. 
So if we're going to call them, we should comply or we'll die. These are all tough things to swallow. So if you, again, just ask yourself, if that was somebody that you loved, how would you have wanted that to happen? And the pink, the cop, man, gosh. It's a jacked up situation. All of this is jacked up. It's all jacked up. Don't forget those names. Dylan Roof. Ethan Couch. I mean, just think. Ethan Couch. And then just look at the Brooklyn girls who killed someone in the act of robbing them. Right? They didn't kill four people. Bet they go to jail. Let's just see what, see what happens in that case. See what happens. They don't, black, they don't have the luxury to say, well, we're too poor to know right from wrong. But you can say you're too rich to know right from wrong. But you... It would actually make more sense to say you're too poor to know from right from wrong because you are under extreme circumstances geared towards survival. So I, it's hard. You, you shouldn't judge someone off what they do to survive. But we're so stupid and backers. We say, oh, well, no, no, no. When you have too much money, you definitely don't know right from wrong as a teenager. Which nothing is... You're privileged. You have money. You don't need to, to rob or steal or to kill for food or to, for survival or to sell drugs to keep the lights on. You have, you have information. Again, affluenza. Black, we can't. They, they need to make an a opposite word for that, for t- too poor to know right from wrong. Because that actually makes more sense. I don't know how I thought of that, but there you go. We don't have the luxury. We don't have the luxury to do these things that they do. We understand that we'll, we'll move a lot differently. We'll move up. We'll we'll be so much better as people. You know who understand things that are unfair? Men. Men understand men understand unfair very quick. And I guess I can end with this. But think about it. You in the club, it's guys in the section. All the women are looking at them for the most part, right? The majority. All the, everybody in the section, they got the attention. Now the people on the ground you have to play by a different set of rules. You don't have the bottle that you can just pour in the girl's mouth as the guy. You may have to buy a drink. You may have to buy four drink, four or five drinks. You may have to buy three or four or five, six, seven of her friends. Everybody may have to get a drink. You don't have the section. You may have to be more charismatic, more funny. There's something that you may have that the guy in the section, that the optics look great, and got other eyes on him. You got to work with different set of playing cards. Now, you could look at him and say, well, damn, it's unfair. He got all of that. And it's easy to grab attention when you got the bottle and the bottle service girl shaking. And you got your four homeboys. We don't say that shit unfair. We just play by different rules on the ground. Nigga, if you're going to snipe, you're going to be a sniper from anywhere. He's going to be sniping. You're not going to say, well, he's sniping from a better angle than me. No, you're going to snipe at your angle. You're going to snipe at whatever cross your, whatever come come across. You're going to be a sniper. It's just at a different, he might be at a little higher. We're not going to say it's unfair. We accept that it's, we obviously, we get that it's unfair. We just got to, we got to apply the pressure. And play the different game. We got to play the different cards. 
I don't know, man. I just, man, black people, it makes me sad, man. I just, I see so much chaos online. People just, it's weird. That's why I take my breaks, though. I take my breaks. I encourage anybody to take my breaks. I think we at 45 minutes, man. I didn't talk my ear off. Talk your ear off. Um, Shelby Walker shirts, you know, we still got the giveaway. I got the cash coming for y'all. Y'all bear with me. Um, 500 subscribers. I'm going to give 500. I'm going to give another 500. Trying to get me to 1,000 subscribers. But um, Shelby Walker show, round of applause. I think I iced this in one take, too. Um, shout out to the people that watch till the end. I fuck with y'all. I really didn't promote it last week episode. Um, I was just tired. I was lazy. I ain't gonna lie. Um, but man, Shelby Walker show episode 17. I'll think of a title later, man. Big round of applause. Shout out Sid. Shout out Raquel. Shout out Tiffany. Everybody on the trip. Um, Shelby Walker show. Here we are. Peace.